Hey, welcome back to Tuesday Take, where we sit down and take a deeper look into this week's teaching. Well, welcome back to an interesting episode of Tuesday Take. Uh, I am here Zooming, thanks to the power of technology, with Pastor James. Pastor, how are you? It's cold, man. It's cold. real cold, man. Yeah, I, uh, Tuesday Take. Snow apocalypse edition. <laughs> snow apocalypse. That's it. I definitely <laughs> I want to go outside with the tape measure, see how much snow we've gotten. Um, but that also requires me to go outside with the tape measure and see how much snow we've gotten. And I just don't think that's something I want to do. And so I've got a little bit of well, it's, going on. That's like we were walking, Piper and I were walking outside, and it's like now it's almost like a level of like ice underneath. So it's like you can't even I couldn't even do the tape measure even all the way down because it's just like exactly. hard underneath all the snow. And it's, uh, I think, I think for the most part, us Southerners, when we get this, it's like, this is so awesome, man. Snow days are great. I'm okay. If we have five years without snow after this, I really am. <laughs> I will, yep. I will drive yep. somewhere to see snow. <laughs> for sure. Man, jumping into some questions from Sunday. Uh, I think right off the bat, a good place to start is why is it so easy to fall into legalism? Well, I know for me, and I kind of may mention a little bit Sunday about for my tendency is that I have a tendency to have lists, rules, regulations. And so sometimes I think we want structure, which again, and I think the, and I don't know if I mentioned it Sunday, but structure is not bad. I mean, rules aren't bad. I mean, we, we see, I mean, whether it's laws in scripture, laws in, um, just in society. And so they're not bad. We need systems. We need those kind of things. But I think there's a tendency to where we can switch in our brains to think that just because I do certain things that makes me right with God. And so there's that dangerous line of like that we can. And I think, I mean, I, you know, I don't want to, I can't speak for the Pharisees, but I think there's some level of, I think in their heart of hearts, I think many of them thought they were doing right, you know, um, but there's that fine line, especially I would say, I don't, I don't want to say this for everybody. Of course, there's probably characteristics in everybody, but especially I, I would think for us that grew up in the church, if you've grown up in the church for a long time, you probably have a, a tendency toward legalism um, or you've seen it. Maybe just what you've seen modeled in church, you know, is, is legalism. And, and it's kind of that uh, is again, it's that fine line, you know, so I think it's just easy for us. Um, makes it easy, simple. Hey, if I just do these things, if I go to church, if I tithe, I read my Bible, if I do these things, hey, I'm a great Christian. Um, and we can do that yet miss actually being with Jesus, the heart of Jesus, the mission of Jesus, you know, those kind of things. Absolutely. Man, you went through seven characteristics of people who might struggle with legalism. I'm going to read them real quick. <clears throat> if you are overly critical of people, if you are more, fo- more focused on people's sin rather than your own, if you get more upset over traditions and preferences being ignored or broken while neglecting the heart of God, if you view abstinence as an indicator of intimacy with Christ, if you view spiritual disciplines as an indicator of righteousness rather than a means to deepen your relationship with Christ, if you value systems or programs over people, if you don't practice what you preach. Um, and I think I, I've, we said in a home group, and we've talked about it a little bit, I think up until that point in the sermon, it was like, legalism's bad yeah we agree yeah people who are legalistic are probably really really bad and then you went through that portion of the morning and it was definitely like 
oh, okay. Like, oh, so this is me. Okay. Oh, and, and like, we even talked about home group a little bit of like, like I saw these things growing up. So I was going to try to not be these things, but I found myself being these things. So a list like that, man, how did you, uh, how did you come up with that? And like, how, how, you know, what's your process of the spirit leading you to, to something like that? Yes, I think a lot of it came out really just the Holy Spirit just kind of like I was in my office one day and, I, and it was that similar thing. I was just reading through the passage like legalism's bad, but I just it's like the, the Spirit just kind of led me to the thing of like, yeah, but l- let's go underneath just this, you know, because I think at some level, you know, we're like, oh, OK, that's bad. And then, you know, that's the end of that. But I was like, I think there's something deeper here. Like, Let's get to the heart of the characteristics of really what it means, what it means to kind of have this, I think critical pharisaical type spirit you know of legalism and so it just kind of like i was sitting at my desk and i just started kind of praying about it i just started writing and or just kind of just you know and a lot i said a lot of this was too things i saw myself you know and so a lot of them were things coming out of what i saw in myself that weren't good that the lord kind of convicted me of and so just kind of and that's that was kind of my my desire in writing it was just exposing that in our own life and our own hearts. Cause I think it's easy to not see it in ourselves until we're very explicit of saying like, Hey, this is not good. This is not good. This is not good. And then I think, and I've, I've had several feedback from people who be like, similar to what you said, like up to that point, I was like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. You know, like we don't want to be a fair seat. Um, but if we're not careful, then we can embody the same mentality that they had. It, it may look different in our, you know, in our, culture in our church or whatever but i think the heart of it's still kind of there and so i think it was good to kind of peel it back a little bit to be like hey let's really talk through some things of characteristics that are you know underneath this thing absolutely um we can we can find ourselves in a place where we're in a situation where we we probably need to say something and address the situation but at the same time we can think that we can come off judgmental, legalistic, and loving. So how can we find that hard balance between standing for truth from scripture and not coming across unloving or judgmental or legalistic? Yeah, I think that's the fine line, you know, and I think a lot of it is, of course, what's in Ephesians says that we speak the truth in love. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of it is maybe determining our motive. Like what's my motive for, um, what's my motive for exposing this, you know, is my heart because I want people to know Jesus and my heart is I want people to see him um, or is my heart to be overly critical or to point things out in people because it makes me feel better that other people struggle with different sin, you know? And so I think maybe there's some level of in our own life, exposing searching our motives of, of why we're, why we're exposing things, why we're, why are we wanting to point things out? I think there's that fine line and just know this. I mean, I think as long as we speak scripture and speak truth, there will be people that will, that will take it as you're being legalistic, you're being whatever. Um, yeah. And so in some level, you know, there's a point of like where we do it in love, but at some point, some people will, they don't like to talk about sin. And so they're going to come out and be like, Oh, well you are being legalistic and judgmental. And so I think, maybe as it depends upon us to a certain point of like, we need to make sure we're making about the right things. And then if some people get offended that they're getting offended just because the gospel is confronting them with their sinfulness. And it's like, Hey, I, at some level, I can't help that part, you know? Um, 
But I think sometimes maybe with our attitudes, our tones, we don't come across very loving. And so it's, we may be saying truth, you know, from scripture, but we're not coming across as very loving. So I think there is that fine line that we got to walk, you know. Well, I think in those situations too, like you'll find, we talked about it some in our home group, you'll find that a lot of those conversations don't come with a stranger on the street. Like these hard, I mean, they might, they could, but a lot of the times your personal relationships will drive these conversations. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, sure. Yeah. I think, I think Absolutely. that uh, my, my dad shared a sermon with me not too long ago. It's a guy named James Merritt. He's a, at a church in Alabama, I think, but he talked about uh, how, any situation that Jesus was in where he had like, look at the woman at the well, he tells her like, Hey, I can give you this living water. And that is a good spiritual truth has a good scriptural truth as a good truth that we can see, especially for us as believers now, but also like he confronts her and says, you've had this many husbands and the man you're living with now isn't your husband. And so like he, he offers her something that's filled with, with grace and, and mercy. And then the other hand, he confronts the sin. You, you see the woman who's caught in the act of adultery and, um, all the religious leaders are lining up to, to stone her and she's there and Jesus kind of like just reaches down and, and my dad says doodles in the dust. And, uh, you know, says if anyone, you know, cast the first stone, if you, if you live perfectly and, and, and how you see Jesus basically just go back down, he's, he's doing the dust and, and they walk away and Jesus says, where are your accusers? And, she says they're not here, but then I think that he says, "Now go and send no more." So he he offers grace, but there's also, and so I think that you, you could see Jesus model this. Are we going to do it perfect every time? No, but I think that I think that is a good point to remember. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So it's hard. Legalism is a thing that I think we will always fight in our in our lives. But how can we practically guard against it? How can we see signs of it? How can we, you know? stay in a place where we're not leaving like that. Yeah. So I think there's several things. One is Kirsch and I actually were talking about it and, um, and Kirsch said something that I thought was real good that she was like, that we just need to be with Jesus. You know, that the more we're with him, the more we spend time with him in prayer, reading scriptures, like focusing on him. I think he's able to root those things out of us. So I think that's, and of course that was one of the, was the applications to prioritize loving Jesus. And so, I think that's got to be an essential thing um, for us is I think when we aren't like, and, and maybe you're this way too. I think all of us, some of like, I can tell when I haven't been spending time with Jesus. Yeah. Um, I probably am more critical. I probably am more complaining. I probably am more, um, can get frustrated, you know, like I can tell. And so I think there's a level for us to guard ourselves against legalism. And this type of spirit is like, to, I think being with Jesus, I mean, I, I think it's like the top priority. Uh, for us. I think another thing is um, we, we mentioned our home groups of, and it's similar to what you just said about being in relationship with people. And so I think valuing people in relationships helps kind of guard us even against the question before that, you know, of, of that when we're with loving people, seeking to love people, seeking to, uh, see, uh, you know, trying to minister to people. Like I think that helps guard us against, you know, when it's motivated out of like, Hey, I actually love this person and I love people or relationships that I, I think that's the context in which, you know, helps us is, you know, loving people. Um, I think, uh, check our motives, um, for our hearts of like, why, why am I thinking this way? Why am I reading my Bible today? Why am I, you know, 
and just and then I think another practical thing is just reflecting on the gospel, you know, because the gospel is very clear that it's not something we can earn. It's not something that like today, the reason why I get to be in with my third because of Jesus. I read my Bible today or prayed today. And so not chapter nine, where he says that uh, if anyone's going to boast, not in wisdom, not in strength, not in might, but if you're going to boast, boast in this, that you know the Lord. And so I think what we boast in is we boast in him and not boast in our, our accolade or not even accolades, but like our, what we feel is, Oh, well, at least I've done this. I've gone to church. I've tithed. I've read my Bible. I've done this. And so it's not taking pride in those things, but taking pride in Christ. So I think it's reflecting on, you know, the gospel. So that's good. Well, man, um, hard sermon for sure. But one that I think is, is very needed in the life of believers. So I think that, you know, like we both kind of identified saying our home groups. And I think people who heard the sermon would identify with it. Like, Maybe I'm a little more legalistic than I thought it was. And so uh, and I think we all are at some level are, you know, like people are legalists. I think <laughs> when it comes to, I mean, not even religious things, you know, like yeah. I think you can be, be that way, you know? So I think there's a tendency for us to, and I think many times it probably starts from a good place, maybe a good heart, but it slowly, sometimes maybe quickly, but it evolves into something that's unhealthy, you know, yeah. and op- oppressive of people and, um, constraining and burdening, you know, and so I think it's checking our motives. And even as a church, I, I think that was the thing that I actually just felt led by the spirit to say, but like, I think as a church, like we have to guard ourselves because this, this it'll literally destroy, destroy us as a church. I mean, yeah. Um, well, man, you know, be a bad thing sure. to be, do all these things and miss Jesus and miss the heart. Yeah. You know? And I think it's what you see in, in, the religious leaders of Jesus's time and the woes that he hits them with all the time of like, man. And I think that like, as a whole, I think as believers, we're like, man, we don't want to be like those guys, man. We just want to be like Jesus. And, and I think that, you know, our, our, our desire, uh, sometimes it, it, it overclouds the, the heart and the mission of God. So I agree. <clears throat> well, man, uh, last question of the day, the know your pastor portion of the podcast since the beginning of Snowpocalypse 2021, what all have you smoked? And have you, real, have you smoked anything? And what have you smoked? Uh, I haven't. Well, I'm trying to think. I smoked something Saturday night. Um, uh, we kind of did kind of like a little birthday eating. And so I smoked some pork belly. Um, I gotcha. But, but I was a little nervous because I was like, Man, it's cold, and so I mean, it, it it kept up for sure. The 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 smoker did, but I was a little like I probably need conserve energy, and so I haven't um I haven't smoked anything so far. So Kirsten did this awesome crawfish stew. She did it for Sunday mm-hmm. night for my birthday, and and then we ate on it last night. And so it was really it was really good. And so tonight we'll probably I don't know probably do some gumbo or something. It, pending Absolutely. we got electricity. Yeah, so, if we have electricity, I'm thinking I'm, I think I'm going to make some this afternoon um, just so we can have it for tonight. And, man, what a day. What a day. Well, man, thanks for sitting down and answering questions. Glad that um, glad that we're all safe so far. I hope that we continue to be safe. Um, I'm looking out into my backyard right now. And there's just a lot of snow. Like I said earlier 
in the podcast. I'm okay with no snow for the next five years if it means this melts faster. So um, I don't know if there's a prayer that we can pray or what. Uh, For this not to happen. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to Chad, Chad McClurg. Um, If you didn't know, Chad is from East Tennessee. Um, And we were talking Sunday and he was like, this isn't going to be the fun snow that people from Louisiana loves. This is going to be the snow that's like, oh man. He's like, this is what I grew up in. He said, this isn't fun snow. So he was right so far. I I tried to go to Sonic yesterday morning. um, I made it to the end of my driveway and pulled right back in. So (laughs) it's kind of how it's going on here. (laughs) So, well, man, thanks for sitting down and answering some questions. And thank you for listening to another episode of Tuesday Take.